1: The Greenhouse Show on KSL News Radio.
2: Good morning. Thank you for joining us for the KSL Greenhouse. Maria Shaleos, Ton Bettis with you this morning. Taking your calls at 801 575 8255. You can also text us at 57500. Next listener, Ton, wants to know when the best time is to apply Q4 Plus for bindweed control.
0: It is going to be when temperatures are regularly below eighty five degrees, so probably mid to late September is going to be the window i with our cooler temperatures off topic, but I've been worried about my tomatoes. I had life happen. I'm super busy in the spring, and it's usually between the first of June and mid June before I can plant. Mm-hmm. And my tomatoes look better than they have in years, but there's the fruit. It's about an inch wide on my, like my celebrity types and my sandwich types. And so I, man, you want to talk about someone getting on their knees and just praying for a long season, Mm -hmm. man, I, I, the one year my tomatoes are just gorgeous.
2: You know, you can pick them green. You can, and I may need to. And I do that. Well, and I had... We will talk about that later in the season, but there is no problem. Pick them green. They will ripen. Yeah.
0: Things happened out of my control, and a lot of my starts died. And so I ended up at Walmart at like 9.30 at night in their garden (laughs) center, and the only tomatoes left Mm. were a variety called Bradley. Hmm. And I looked them up. And pretty much the reviews were, yup, they're a big red tomato, but they were all that was there, and they're late ripening. And so... I'm going
2: to share with you.
0: Yeah, I am...
2: I I have been enjoying a plethora of, an abundance of tomatoes.
0: We've had tomatoes, you know, just neighbors and things like that, but I am so disappointed (sighs) in myself for not just taking a day off and putting my garden in in mid-May.
2: Well, the only reason mine was in early is because I took my vacation early and I knew if I didn't get them planted before my vacation, I would have been just like you and it would have been mid-June and that's, it's tough. You need a long season.
0: Yeah, you really do. And I, I mean, I think this Bradley will be a good tomato. And if anybody's grown Bradley, I would love to hear back to them and from them and see what they thought. But the reviews were like, well, when the... People that judge tomatoes, judge tomatoes. This one slipped through the cracks, and so now it's here, and so we may as well grow it. (laughs) So I don't know. All right. Maybe I'm selling it short, but we'll see. I think I'll get tomatoes, but...
2: You're just going to have to be patient. Yeah,
0: and I tell people that all the time, and I'm just sitting out there... Like, do I need to get my wa- lawn chair and watch you guys? Yeah, just or just come have
2: a conversation yes. with your tomatoes. <laughs> Linda is waiting on the line in Pleasant Grove. Good morning, Linda. What can we help you with?
1: Good morning. I have a question about killing spurge. I've spinned the
2: lawn and I've sprayed it with ortho weed clear and weed decon and it damages it but it doesn't kill it. What can I do?
0: Well, there's going to be multiple things to do to reduce the numbers greatly. One of them is actually, if it's in your lawn, is going to be focusing on lawn health. And if you have spurge going crazy in your lawn, it's a signal that the lawn isn't as thick and healthy as it needs to be. And so you're going to, you know, mow at three inches, fertilize in the spring and fall, make sure that irrigation is working correctly. So you're watering a couple of times a week, at least six inches deep and focusing on those things. But in the meantime, those sprays you listed will kill a lot of weeds, but Spurge has a really waxy leaf. And so you might have to incorporate a spreader sticker or a surfactant to see if you can get better penetration into the leaves. I've talked to one of our uh, producers, Dave, who's here every few weeks, and he's used a product called Image All-in-One Lawn Weed Killer. That one can be sprayed now, and he's had success with it. Okay, but in I'll the try it. yeah in the spring, in these areas, what I would recommend doing is getting a pre-emergent product. I know of one made by a company called bio advanced and it is called season long lawn weed control. And it's supposed to last a season, but um, that may help also, but it's, you're going to be focusing on long lawn health, but short term you can use some herbicides to help get it under control.
1: Okay.
2: Great. Well, I have a second question. Um, I have Oregon grape that's coming up in the cracks in my driveway. Is there something I can put on it without killing the mother plant?
0: No, unfortunately. You just need to clip them. And then you can find a couple of products at garden centers. One of them is called Sucker Stopper. And when you clip... You immediately spray it on that stem, and it's supposed to stop it from coming back in that spot from the, for the season. I've talked to several people that have used it, and they have mixed results. But the consensus is is that it slows stuff down, but not quite as much as they want.
2: Okay. Okay, I'll if you try, that, too. Yeah,
0: if you tried to spray them with something like Roundup or another herbicide, it would travel back into the plant.
2: Right. I understand that. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right, Linda, thanks for your call. Thanks for listening this morning. Uh, Next listener, Ton says their neighbors have a hackberry tree and some of the leaves have bumps on them. Is the tree sick? No. What is that? It's
0: just almost like acne for the tree. It's fine. It it blemishes the tree a little bit, makes it more, you know, it's not, not even ugly, but it's a, it's called nipple gall. It's just a little insect that gets on the leaf And it uses plant hormones that it mimics to grow these little galls, and they live inside of it. So it's purely cosmetic, and I would just let it go because there's really no way to control it, and it's just something that the tree does, just shrugs it off. And it's a part of hackberries, and if you plant one, they're worse in some years than others, but the trees eventually just get them.
2: Okay, next listener says, is it good to spot spray quinclorac right after mowing?
0: No, if you look at the label, they generally say wait. I think at least forty-eight hours, but they need to refer to their label because it will talk about that in there.
2: Okay, Brett is on the line, and Marie. Good morning, Brett. What was your question?
1: Good morning. Question about raspberries. Um, I have the 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 type that grows a lot of a lot of berries, not the everbearing. Um, so they're through for the year, and I've been cleaning them out, taking out the stocks that grew uh, that had berries on them this year. Um, so I, I wondered if I was if I should have waited, if I'm premature, or if it matters when you do, when you do that uh, cleanup.
0: Well, I don't think you've hurt anything, but I would stop and wait until late October when they're done growing because pruning those out right now may cause the raspberries to grow a lot more growth that you don't want okay. because they're in the process of going dormant. And when you prune in the stalks, especially if they're still, if they're dead, take them out. But if they're still alive and have leaves, wait.
1: Okay. Second question related to the same project. Um, the the new ones that grew this this season that'll have the fruit next year. Um, my law, lo- I've, I've got a, a wide variety. Some of them are as thick as my thumb, and you know, r- real tall and straight and uh, viable looking. Others are kind of stringy looking, more almost more like a vine. So my logic would say to keep the the thick, strong ones and trim out the the uh, the ones that are a lot thinner. Yeah. You know, maybe eighth of an inch. Is that, is that good You're correct.
0: Anything less than the width of a pencil comes out.
1: Okay. And what about spacing? How, how far apart should they be? Six inches. What what I leave.
0: Every six inches in the row.
1: Okay. Um, These appear to be growing kind of in clumps. So I've got the, the clump of what, uh, what I've trimmed out and then growing from that same clump will be two or three new ones. Is there a way of like uh, dividing those, or uh, h- how would they're I space generally them out?
0: divided in early spring, mid March? Okay. So don't do it now, and the, even if they're in clumps, space them so you have one cane per six inches.
1: Okay. All right, that's my questions. Thanks for your help.
2: All right, Brett, thanks for your call this morning. We're gonna take a break, but when we come back, we do have listeners, Tom, that are asking about the E. coli situation in Lehigh and their fruits and vegetables. So we'll want to address that when we come back from the break. Number to call, phone lines are open eight zero one five seven five eight two five five. You can text us your questions at five seven five zero zero.
1: A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story.
2: Good morning. Thank you for joining us for the KSL Greenhouse. Number to call, 801-575-8255. Text us at five seven five zero zero. We have a, a texter that is concerned about the Lehigh E. coli situation, Ton They had a small pool and they drained it. They poured it throughout the yard, including uh, near a pear and apple tree. And they're wondering if that, they should be concerned about this.
0: So, we're probably going to hit this again, but the short answer to this is E. coli does not transfer into the roots up through the tree into the fruit. And I would be more concerned if, and this is only if they live in Lehigh, because everywhere else the secondary irrigation is fine. The cities and counties test it regularly. And it's below the threshold that it's considered dangerous, except for the situation in Lehi. Mm-hmm. And so, if you don't live in Lehi, don't worry about it. You, do you know? have to
2: worry about your vegetables in Lehi.
0: You do a little bit. If you have root crops, they should not be eaten, just because this the soil because of the moist nature Three-nine of the soil potatoes. harbors potatoes, carrots. If we don't have radishes right now, but beets, anything along those lines. Shouldn't be eaten. If you have been using drip irrigation in your garden, which you probably should be, but if you're using drip, the fruit of the peppers and tomatoes and even eggplants, even though... But eggplants, I'm just kidding. Eggplants, anything above ground, I'm getting the look from Maria it's like how I like dare eggplant. you You
2: have to cook it, you yeah. know, in certain ways do. for me to enjoy it. But, but
0: I, I, anything above ground, if it hasn't been exposed to the irrigation water, is going to be safe unless, you know, let's say you're using drip hose or the soaker hose and it has water shooting on your plants. There are situations like that, but the above-ground stuff, if you bring it in and wash it thoroughly and cook it, it is fine.
2: So you shouldn't be worried about your tomatoes that you can't eat them? As
0: long as they haven't been overhead sprayed. So
2: drip irrigation. Drip irrigation. Those vegetables are safe.
0: They are. They're going to okay. be fine, as long but they're supposed to be washed thoroughly, and it was recommended that they be cooked.
2: Okay. But do worry about the root.
0: Do worry about anything that has been sprayed With secondary irrigation water, any fruit, above ground especially, but if it's been watered on drip, then the above ground stuff is considered to be generally safe, but the recommendations are to wash it thoroughly and then cook it, and it it should be fine.
2: We're talking Lehigh only. Lehigh
0: only. I've taken four or five calls this week from people wondering, and they're from all over the state, wondering if they need to till their gardens under. And they don't. It's only Lehigh City that you need to be cautious.
2: And we need to say as well, the people who got sick, most of them were children and most of them had been like running through sprinklers or things like that. So I don't know for sure that there has been a case of anyone who has eaten a vegetable or fruit. I don't think there's been
0: any reported. I did have a school email the other day and it was a, I think a charter that was wondering if they should allow their kids to play on the lawns for recess. And I reviewed all the information from the health department in Lehigh City, and it kind of broke my heart. But I had to recommend, no, I would not allow the kids to play on the lawn.
2: Oh, that's really tough. All right.
0: At least until further notice that Lehigh can say the problems taken care of.
2: All right. Next listener uh, is asking, they say their pine tree is dropping needles all over the lawn. Uh, Should they use um, a dethatching type rake to get them out of the grass?
0: I think just a leaf rake would do a good job. Um, In the South, we dealt with this all the time because there's so many pine trees everywhere. And people just use leaf rakes. I wouldn't dethatch them at all. That will hurt the lawn already in shade. The lawn isn't as healthy there already and so i would just get a leaf rake and rake them rake up rake them up okay but i we need to figure out why their pines dropping so many needles now if it's just normal leaf drop every 3 or 4 years conifers drop needles because the inner needles aren't photosynthesizing mm-hmm. much and if it's something like that or if it's just built up over a number of years then that's fine but if all of a sudden it's shedding needles like crazy we may need to look at what's going on
2: with the tree yeah okay uh next listener terry wants to know how to establish a new lawn after mistakenly using kills all on it in june
0: oh he's free to just do it the kills all it's gone now active terry. gradient yeah it's the sun will break it down microorganisms in the soil break it down so just start over and do what you did minus the kills all
2: Next listener would like to know if they could plant beets and carrots today and have fruit before winter.
0: So beets and carrots, Mm -hmm. they could get beet greens, but not the actual bulbs on the beets. And carrots, it's too late.
2: Love beet greens, though, by the way. Um, Next listener, I was going to ask you something, totally lost it. I'm not quite awake this morning. My brain is a little slow. Uh, Next listener says, when should they trim the greenery off their peonies or peonies, um, now or next spring when it's all dead?
0: When they turn brown, and it may be into early November, I would just cut them back then a couple inches above the ground. Because when you let perennials sit until spring, they often, under the snow, turn into kind of a gooey mess. Mm -hmm. And it's just easier to take care of it in the fall.
2: Okay. Uh, Next listener says, is it too early or too late to put out grass seed?
0: It's a perfect time.
2: Uh, next one wants to know, will, will the image all in one lawn weed kill oxalis?
0: It may. I haven't tried it over the top yet. This is a relatively new product. Ah. And I, I, if we could take money for telling people about this, there wasn't those pesky (laughs) laws. I think that image should pay us.
2: (laughs) Right. But, um. Brand new product. Yeah. But it's worked well for Dave. Dave's used it a lot, I guess.
0: Refer to the product label and just make sure you're following the label. But I suspect it would.
2: Uh, next listener says, their neighbor planted ivy along a fence line on the east side of their house that's growing into the lawn. What kind of barrier can they put down to prevent this?
0: Well, they need a barrier about a foot to 18 inches deep.
2: So if they were doing cement curbing, that wouldn't work. It would have to nah, go it'd down. and just grow
0: right under it and laugh at it. I, you know, this is one of those things. There's that old cliche story about... The whoever it was that decided to pick up a rattlesnake and get it across the ray of river and then it bit him. And the guy's like, I helped you. Why? And he says, well, I'm a rattlesnake. Well, (laughs) these ground covers are kind of the same way. You know, a lot of them will invade your lawn. And that's why we're growing them as a ground covers, because they're aggressive enough to choke out weeds and cover things.
2: Okay. I didn't think about that when I planted my Ivy though. So yeah, and we so, don't think of some of those things. They look pretty yeah. in the flower bed and then 10 years later they're everywhere. Yeah.
0: And so there are some places you can get barriers that go 18 inches to two feet in, into the soil, but you would almost need to get a sprinkler trencher, one of like a ditch which or get a somehow get a sprinkler shovel and go that deep to get them in because it's a major project.
2: And this is tough because it's in the lawn. It it's is not even a flower bed. Yeah, has.
0: and so you'd have to rebury the trench, and it would take the lawn a few months to fill back in to where you dug. But yes, theoretically, there are we uh, there are um, barriers that you can purchase. Forestry suppliers online. Mm-hmm. If you just Google their name, forestry supplier sells them. And they come in like a two, I think it's like a foot by two foot section and they snap together. Mm-hmm. Um, so almost like Legos. So you can get, you know, so you can do corners and things. But so I it's think- It's almost a, a neighbor intervention. It is. It's uh, But it's something that a box of 10 or 20 of them costs like $100. It might be 20 for 100 or something. So they're not that inexpensive, but they will work.
2: Yeah. And if they sprayed it, it would- kill their lawn so they can't do that right
0: it could kill the ivy if they sprayed like a lawn weed killer and so it's just one of those things that unfortunately is doing the job you want it to do too well
2: all right we need to take a break uh the plan of the week this morning was the upright fall sedum you can check out that article on the ksl greenhouse facebook page when we come back we're talking about bind weed control stay with us